Hey folks, this is Steve Vai, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks, so turn it up. Hi, this is Richie Kotzen, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hello everyone, this is your bass player Billy Sheehan from the Wonder Day Dogs, so you're listening to my good friend Sean here on Iron City Rocks. Welcome to episode 218 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, Sean, coming to you from the Iron City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. In episode 218, we have the pleasure to bring to you an interview with probably one of the best bass guitarists in rock, former David Lee Roth and Mr. Big Bassist, Billy Sheehan. I had a chance to talk to Billy about his new band, The Winery Dogs, which consists of Mike Portnoy on drums and Richie Kotzen on guitar and vocals. But before we get to that interview, here is a clip from their latest album. This clip is from the song, Elevate. Ladies and gentlemen, with us today we have bass player extraordinaire Billy Sheehan. How you doing today, Billy? Doing good. Having a good time out on tour. I'm looking forward to coming to Pittsburgh. Cool. We're looking forward to having you here. Um, right now you've got a new band called uh, the Winery Dogs. Now most people know you from David Lee Roth and Mr. Big, and you know even before that, Talis. Um, can you talk a little bit about how uh, you came to form the Winery Dogs? Well. Uh I knew uh, Mike Portnoy for many years, played with him in many situations, and uh, he gave me a call, wanted to start a band, and uh, a good friend of ours, Andy Trunk, from that metal show, uh, he recommended uh, Richie Kotzen on guitar, which uh, I'm surprised I didn't think about, because Richie's one of my favorite players, and a dear friend of mine also, and I've played with him before, during, and after Mr. Big. So we all got together and um, didn't really discuss much of anything other than the fact that we wanted to play. And we got into a small room within uh, minutes and uh, just started to play. And uh, things fell together naturally, organically, real good chemistry. And uh, within about a couple of hours, we had about five out of five uh, songs, uh, the basis of five songs that, that, that even ended up on the record. So we... It, uh, it worked right away. Uh, we enjoyed it right away, and it was uh, within uh, what all of us wanted to do. So we went for it. Well, it's a, you know it's a great album, and it, it goes back. You know, it reminds me a lot of you know the real power rock bands. Um, were you always wanting to keep this as a trio, or did you entertain having a separate guitar player and a singer, or did you want like a guitar player slash singer? No, uh, trio is good. I, I started out in a trio in Dallas years ago. We used to play Pittsburgh all the time uh, back in the day. And uh, I prefer the trio format, actually. It's, it's actually a 
easier. Right. I, I have another uh, uh, a band on the side called Niacin. Mm-hmm. We only play every couple of years because all of us are so busy with this trio as well. And it's, it's just a lot of fun uh, to do uh, uh, the trio thing. It's odd how you add one more person and it complicates things by about a hundred times. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand the math about it, but some some time we'll figure that out someday. Right. So where did the name the Winery Dogs come from? Because it's, uh, it's an interesting name. Well, it's tough. One of the hardest things in the world is the name of band. Uh, and it's easy to find out how tough it is because when you come up with a band name, you just Google it and you'll find out that somebody else already has it. <laughs> so we uh, it wasn't until we were shooting our first video that we finally came up with a name and one of Richie's friends had suggested the Winery Dogs. So we thought, we thought it was a pretty cool name, so I went home and Googled it right away and there are winery dogs, but there's no band called the winery dogs, so we grabbed it and uh it's kind of too because it, it uh, you know, it, it uh kind of instills the idea of uh, of what winery dogs are. Uh they protect the vineyards and they protect the the uh the winery. Uh so in a way we're kind of uh we, we kinda of twist it around to make it uh, sort of uh, have the meaning that we're kinda of protecting the way Records are made the way performances are done in the way they used to be, where mm-hmm. there's not a lot of uh, pro tools fixes and there's not a lot of fakery live. What we we really play and we really sing and what we really do is uh, is perform live. So uh, that was the way it used to be done. So we're we're, we're the guide dogs for that methodology. Cool. Um, we're looking forward to seeing this show. Um, now we. When you guys were writing the album, you guys are all really busy. Do you, was your schedule was a, a, an issue writing these songs, and was it a, a real collaborative effort, or did like Richie take the lead, or you take the lead, or? It was mostly all collaborative. We uh, got together at various times uh, on breaks that we all had. Uh, a lot of the songs uh, were just came out of us playing together in the room. Mm-hmm. But she had some ideas also that were uh, skeletal or uh, unfinished. And we, we finished them off uh, and uh, made it my own. So uh, but for most for the most part, everything was a collaborative effort. Even producing the record, we didn't use a producer. We just got together and we all made enough records to know what we like and what how it should be. And so we made our own choices. Which put the record a little bit more to uh, a producer is usually becomes kind of a fifth if you will, and adds uh, uh, his or her uh, ideas to it. Where without one, everything that's on the record is, is just us. So in a way, it kind of makes it a little bit more personal statement. Is this? Do you see this as a continuated con, uh, something that you're going to continue doing with these guys, or is it just going to be like a one-off type supergroup thing? We purposely agreed uh, amongst ourselves to make this our our main uh, endeavor of all of us. We're, we all have little things we got to do on the side due to mm-hmm. things that we're scheduled or things that we. You know, I'm obligated to, but this is our main uh, uh, push for all of us, our main uh, band, and uh, we didn't want to make it just a project. For myself personally, I'm a fan of a lot of music, and I, I hate it when when I, in, I invest my emotion and my and my heart and soul into a record and find out later on that it was just you know put together or the guys didn't really mean it or right. they're not sincere about it. So we didn't want to have that to happen to fans of this record. You know, we we mean it. We're sincere about it. We're we're in for the long haul, and uh, you know, barring any unforeseen circumstances, that that's our plan. Absolutely. Awesome, 
awesome because it's you know it's a great band. I love the sound you guys uh, guys got with this, and you guys are all extremely talented musicians. And and you like throughout your entire career have always surrounded yourself with extremely talented musicians. You know, yeah, I've been lucky to play with a lot of great players, and uh, I enjoy uh, being on stage with guys who uh, are a challenge. Uh, sometimes when people put bands together, they want to put together the they want to fill it with meek people who will do their bidding and will fold easily and uh, you'll eventually get the things to be musically. Well, I, I like a, a challenge uh, of, of uh, ensemble playing. Uh, with the one guys, when we got together in a room, it was a one guy's idea. It was a one guy's show. Right. It was a one guy's, uh, uh, one guy's songs. It was uh, all of us. And uh, so we... Uh, uh, it takes some security, some uh, self-assurance to allow that, you know, to allow the other guy to have his say and have his his point of view. And I think you get a better better uh, product from that mm-hmm. rather than just uh, this is me and my band and it's my ideas and it's my bat and ball. If you don't want to play, then uh, then then go home. You know, we, you you have to give. Uh, uh, you have to um, work with other people. And allow them to have their ideas. I love that. I like other people's ideas rather than having to be this, uh, you know, a, a, a monarchy where right. you, no one else has a chance. So, uh, luckily I get to play with great players and, uh, and I'm, uh, I'm real free to play and real free to play together and you get great music out of that in my humble opinion. Right, I, I, I agree with you there, and it, it, I'm sure it, it helps you grow as a musician too. Because I mean, you've been doing this forever. Absolutely. But there's always, always room to you know try new things and, and whatnot. How do you approach playing bass? Because you know, I was looking at a lot of these old videos, and like your bass solos are just amazing to watch, and it's always jaw dropping. And and how do you you keep that up after all this time? Well, I still love to play. I, I I'm in the back of our tour bus as we travel right now, and I got my bass here with me, and I. I play all the time, and uh, I'd be on the freeway in L.A., and I'll, I'll get an idea. Oh, geez, i got to get home and get my bass and try this. You know? mm-hmm. I'm more excited about playing bass now than I ever was. Okay. And uh, it's it's an adventure that never ends. Every day I learn new things that I never knew before, and uh, it's uh, it's it's just an incredible thing. I, I urge people to play an instrument, to play music. It's a, it's a, It's one of the greatest things you can do in your life, and it is truly the greatest art form. A lot of philosophers have worked that out, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's uh, so so for me. Uh, I'm always moving ahead, always moving forward, always trying to learn something new, always trying to be a better player. It doesn't necessarily mean faster or more. Better can mean many many things. Right. A single note can be played better <laughs> one day than, <laughs> than another. So uh, I, I really enjoy it, and I, hopefully that reflects in what I do live. And uh, from your from your statement, apparently it seems to uh, with you. I appreciate that very much. Yeah, it's. Uh, I always enjoy watching you play, and and you know, it, and I'm really looking forward to seeing this this band come in because Mike's an incredible drummer, Richie's an incredible guitar player. I imagine it's going to be an incredible show. Um, you uh, you know, you mentioned Niacin before, and I know you Niacin just released uh, an album earlier in the year. Um, when this uh, Winery Dogs tour is over, is there any plans to do a, a quick tour with Niacin or, or any of your solo other projects? Yeah, I might try to do some stuff with Niacin in the beginning of the year because we end in November. Mm-hmm. We're taking off for the holidays for the most part, and then we're going to start up uh, 
we go knock through the rock cruise, and then I do a prod cruise with Mike, uh, Tony McAlpine, and Derek Sherinian. Wow. And then we're going to start in the springtime, fire, fire it up on touring season fest, do another run in America, and then uh, do festivals in Europe, probably hit South America again, and maybe Southeast Asia. And uh, we'll, we'll be, it'll take us through most of next year. Most of next year is already booked for a winery dog show, but we do have a little slot uh, January, February that, that I might have time to do some nights and shows. We're trying to work it out now. Um, did you ever get tired of touring? Because, I mean, it seems like, you know, all these years, is there anything that, you know, do you prefer, like, the big shows or the more intimate shows, or is it... You know, a lot of times, uh, on this one, we're playing some small clubs, and it's a lot of fun. I like to be close to people. Uh, we did, Richie and I did shows in Japan. We opened up for the Rolling Stones a few years ago, and uh, the closest person to me was about 40 yards away. Wow. Uh, in the front row with cameras and the staging and everything. You know, you, I could barely recognize anyone in the audience's face. There was no far away in the Tokyo Dome. Right. Uh, so, uh, uh, you know, it was a great hour to be with the Stones, but boy, it was, it was, you feel like you're up there all alone, you know. So last night we played a club and, uh, you know, the, the people could, uh, you know, I could, could reach out and touch them or they could reach out and touch me at any time during the show. Mm-hmm. And they're really close. Uh, I love that. Uh, and, and, uh, uh, having people close by. Uh, the night before we had a, a, I was talking with folks after the show, and they said they could hear my voice singing acoustically from the stage, and not even in the PA, they were so close. Uh, so, uh, I really like that. So, looking, you know, with the winery dogs, what can uh, fans expect to see from, from the concert? Because I know, uh, is there going to be any stuff from like, your order catalog, or is this going to be all right from the new album? Uh, we do pretty much the whole record. And uh, audiences seem very pleased about that. The response to the record has been overwhelming, uh, and we're really pleased with it. We do throw a couple of little surprises in, and uh, but the songs are alive. You know, we improvise on a lot of them. There's a lot of room to move, so uh, they have life to them, and that's a stock great like they are on the record. There's always a change. Of it. So it'll be uh, an interesting, fun, enjoyable evening, I, I believe, for everyone. And I'm, like I said, I'm really looking forward to coming back to Pittsburgh. I played there so much in the early days. Got a lot of friends there. A lot of people coming out from Buffalo to see the show as well. So it's going to be a great night. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you guys are playing the Alder Bar. It's a great venue. It's a small venue, so we'll be right up close with you. And uh, we're definitely looking forward to having you here. Um, Excellent. So I want to thank you for taking the time talking with us. It's uh, been a real pleasure. And I uh, wish you a lot of luck on the road and hope to see uh, hope to see a lot more of the winery dogs. Great. Thank you, Sean. All right, I'd like to thank Billy for taking the time out of his day to talk to us. You can catch the winery dogs out on the road. Be sure to check where they're playing near you. If you're in Pittsburgh, they'll be here October 21st at the Alder Bar. Opening for that are the Sixes and Pittsburgh Zone Six Cents. Check us out on the web at ironcityrocks.com. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash ironcityrocks. Follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash ironcityrocks. The Iron City Rocks podcast is part of a network of podcasts called the Cast Iron Ring, so please be sure to check out the other shows in our network at castironring.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.